welcome to Where Brains Meet Beauty, hosted by Jody Katz, founder and creative director of Base Beauty Creative Agency. Hi, Carrie. Good morning, Jody. How are you doing? I am so jazzed for our podcast. I know. There's just too much going on and it's too exciting. And I think we should dive right into telling our listeners why we are so excited. Okay, first of all, we're excited to bring you this bonus episode featuring Summer Terry. She's a program success manager at Beast Beauty, and she is so inspiring, and you're just going to love getting to know her. Um, And then on top of that, we have oodles and oodles of milestones to announce. Carrie, why don't you give us some of them? Okay. Burr, burr, burr. (laughs) It's like the club sound. All right. We are starting our 15th anniversary year at Base Beauty Creative Agency. This year marks the fifth year of Where Brains Meet Beauty podcast. It also happens to line up perfectly that we are launching our 200th episode very shortly. Kicking us off is Dr. Shaw, who many of you might have seen on TikTok or Instagram, and he is so entertaining and so informative. So having him as the first guest is very exciting. And then we are launching a Where Brains Meet Beauty podcast book. And we can't even get into that now, but it's coming soon. Stay tuned. And then the final thing is we are doing YouTube Live, which means these episodes, instead of just getting to hear them, now you have the opportunity to watch them on YouTube live as they're happening, as we're recording, and get to see these conversations in video form. I am so excited uh, that Dr. Shaw is going to be our 200th guest. And um, he's a dermatologist who just makes skincare so fun and entertaining. And I've watched so many of his videos and I feel like I know him. But I don't know him yet. And you're going to get to know him when I get to know him, which is during our YouTube Live this month. So please tune in for that. Mark your calendars. It's going to be so fun to watch the podcast in real time on YouTube Live. And um, the other thing, Carrie, that we should mention is that we're moving the show to a quarterly theme, right? So our first quarter's theme for the year is technology. So all of our guests this quarter will be tied to beauty and wellness technology. And then our second quarter's theme is sustainability. So all those guests in second quarter will be tied to beauty and wellness sustainability. So we're giving our listeners a chance to really focus and dive deep into these themes and categories and learn about more people in our industry. So we just gave you a lot of information. Do not worry. If you follow us on Instagram at our Brains Meet Beauty podcast, we have behind the scenes, we have everything coming up, giveaways, fun, fun content. That way you don't miss out on anything. We also share all of this on LinkedIn. You can follow Jody on her personal profile, on the Base Beauty Creative Agency profile. And then lastly, if you're not as familiar with YouTube, uh, just find us, search engine where Brains Meet Beauty podcast. There is a little subscribe button in the top right-hand corner. And then they make it even easier by putting a bell and you click that and you get notifications for when we're going live. So everything is right at your fingertips. Yes, as we embark in this YouTube live world, we really recommend that you subscribe to the channel and um, sign up for notifications. That way you'll never miss one of our live events and they're gonna be super fun. So let's talk about summer. Yes, summer is the epitome of like work-life balance. And 
I love that you always celebrate what people do outside of, you know, the, the work day. I don't want to give it away. I want our listeners to tune in, but she has a very cool side business side hustle on top of all the work that she does at Base Beauty. So let's just roll the episode and share Summer Terry with everyone. So I'm so excited to be able to share someone who I get to work with every day as our next guest. Her name is Summer Terry, and she is Base Beauty's Program Success Manager. And we're going to have so much fun talking about career journey with Summer. So I'd like to welcome Summer to the show. Thank you, Jody, for having me. <laughs> it's so great to see you here, Summer. It's so great to see you. I'm excited for this and what we're about to discuss. Well, I want to start with what's on your wall behind you, because we both have a lot of art behind us. And I got a peek of um, some of the art, and I'd love to know more about it. So um, I just have some, let me see if I can lift this up, just some pictures of uh, women, um, I guess you could say outlining. I didn't want actual faces, just like outlining of African-American women, just on my walls, just like a reflection of me walking through life as a, a fashionable woman, and then sort of like a younger version of me. So, yeah. I love it. Well, behind me, I have a lot of Disney World art. I love it. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I love vintage Disney posters. Yeah. So, Summer, um, the question that I love asking my guests makes me so happy. And, I'm, and we're going to go back in time together. Okay. So, if we go back and we meet 10-year-old Summer. Oh, gosh. What, it, what do you want to be when you grow up? Oh, wow. When I was 10 years old, I actually wanted to be a choreographer. Um, I went to performing arts elementary school and I took tap, jazz and ballet. So all I wanted to do was dance. I couldn't stay still. Um, I was in all recital shows. I even did talent shows. So I definitely wanted to be a performer. And um, for how long did you pursue dancing? I think that stopped when um, I entered into middle school. I think because my, my school, my elementary school, had the program within the school. Once I got to middle school, um, I didn't take those classes anymore. So that's where that kind of ended. Well, I guess as a program success manager, you are doing um, a lot of different types of dance all day long, right? As yes. you move from client to client and brand to brand. So there might be some symmetries in that childhood passion with what you're doing right now. Yes, the handoff. <laughs> so, okay. So I know what you do every day um, and you make magic happen, mm-hmm. but you have a side hustle that I really would love to talk about, which is that you are a handcraft, you make handcrafted wigs. Um, tell us about that that side hustle. Yes. So I make um, custom lace wigs. I style them. I take the raw materials of the hair on a basic wig cap and I hand-stitched them onto the wig cap um, according to people's head measurements. And then I also style them. So I cut, color, curl, crimp, whatever style you want, I create it from raw materials. Okay, so can you give a shout-out to that business so people can find you on Instagram? Yes, so my business is Society La Femme, and it's um, Society La Femme on Instagram, uh, com. Okay, so um, if you follow Summer... On Instagram, you'll see the magic of her wig making. It's not just the making that's amazing to me, but the styling, right? Like the, you know, the um, what you're able to do with the same raw materials and get a completely different outcome is incredible. 
it's really therapy for me because it's really relaxing. My, I know one of my friends made fun of me because she was over at my house one day and she was watching me do like barrel curls with a curl and iron on a wig. And she said, I've never seen someone curl hair with so much passion because it's really like relaxing for me. <laughs> I love it. And I love that so many of our team members do you have side hustles. Yeah. Um, I love celebrating those side hustles and that passion. And, you know, I really believe that we're all meant to be dynamic, creative, mm-hmm. multi-talented people. And I know many of us have worked in businesses and companies where that was sort of squashed or you had to be really secretive yeah. about it. Right. And I just love at our company that um, we honor each other's side hustles and celebrate them. I love that. At Base Beauty, you can show up as your full self. Like you said, I don't have to hide that part of me. I can in- embrace it, celebrate it, talk about it. And it's celebrated with my coworkers and my team. So I love that. So Summer, let's talk about your career journey because you've been at other agencies. Let's start with, um, you know, what was your first job? Oh, in general? Because I've had a lot of jobs. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's like, even like as a teenager. Wow. So my first job was actually McDonald's. Now that I think about it, I worked the drive-thru at McDonald's in my neighborhood for about two weeks. Um, I worked at Auntie Annie's Pretzels. I actually really loved that Wait, wait, wait. Let's pause. Why only, why only two weeks at McDonald's? I don't know. I couldn't, it was weird. I just, I didn't like it. (laughs) It wasn't for me. Uh, and the hours were the hours were late. I guess it was also it was after school, so the hours were late. But um, Auntie Annie's pretzels I enjoyed because it was in a mall. So on my lunch breaks, I can go to the different stores and kind of like visual shop to see. Like when you're young, all you want to buy is clothes and like cute things. So on your break, you get to see what you're going to spend your paycheck on. Oh, that's so fun! I worked in a mall too. I worked at Express in college. Uh I worked in Express on um, 34th Street. Um, I, lear- I learned how to fold a lot of sweaters. With the folding um, square that they give you to fold, yes. Okay, so after um, after the pretzel store in the mall, what was the next big job? Um, after like a lot of retail, my next big job was um, I interned at um, MS Communications for Hot 97. And that was, when- once I got into college, my goals kind of shifted and I wanted to I think this is also a part of me wanting to be a performer. I shifted that instead of dance into um, radio. I wanted to go into radio. So that's what I went to school for in communications. And I fell in love with radio, broadcasting. So I said, I want to work at Hot 97. And um, oddly enough, the first time I applied for the internship, I didn't get it. But that did not discourage me. I continued to apply and I actually got it for the next semester. And then after my semester as an intern, they actually hired me in the promotions and marketing department. Okay, let's go back to that time. You're applying for the internship. You have your heart set on it because Hot 97 is the place to be. So if you're yeah. in New York in the 90s, um, you know what we're talking about. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't get it. Um, how are you yeah. feeling in that moment? I was crushed. I was crushed because that was, at that age, that was the only place I wanted to be. There was no other option Um, but I didn't get it, but I actually got a chance to intern at Radio Disney. So even though Radio Disney was the backup, I wanted Hot 97, but I still got an awesome internship. And then I got to go to Hot 97 the semester after. 
Okay, so um, what gave you the courage to reapply for that internship? Because that's what I want. I'm very determined. So if I, I knew that by some way, I was going to get in that building. I was going to get in that building. I was going to work there. There was no way that it wasn't going to happen for me. So I just, I kept going. Um, I asked that question because I'm somebody who, you know, often was like debilitated by self-doubt. So mm-hmm. if I didn't get that internship, my headspace would have been like, I'm not good enough. They don't want me, you know, I'm never, never going to work there. Like I really would have gone down a spiral of negativity. So I'm so inspired by people who just say like, no, I just kept trying and I tried again. Yeah. So I'm curious, like, why do you think you had that in you? Like I hear the drive to work there and be around, you know, you know, what, what was happening and what was relevant at the time, but what inside you gave you the confidence to just keep going for it? I think also because I I had my own radio show at my college and I surrounded myself with everything that had to do with radio, music, and I think I was just really tunnel vision. I was really tunnel vision, very like, this is where I want to be. There, Like I said, there was no, uh, there was no plan B. That was like, when you know, they say plan B is plan A. That was it. So I just kept going. I said, if I don't get it this semester, I'll just get it next semester. That's yeah. in- interesting because, you know, we work with a lot of performers, right? They work with us as like, side gigs um, in between auditions and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's the a similar attitude to performer, right? They go on casting after casting after casting after casting. Yeah. Uh, rejection or no feedback at all. And they just like are completely laser focused on the end goal, you know, whatever that is. And so that that attitude that you're expressing sounds a lot like, you know, how a dancer would move through the world. Yeah. You, you can't take... um. It's hard to say you can't take rejection as defeat because even as like that young age, it's easy to take it as defeat. But I don't know if it's like something that's innate in certain people that you're just so determined. And um, as an adult now, I look back and you know how like I've, I've been learning, doing a lot of self-help and just learning to um, be kind to myself, speak kind to myself and pull out those things that sometimes we do have self-doubt even as adults, and you have to say, Summer, you're smart. Summer, you're tenacious. You're driven. You're ambitious. And I live in that. And that's a daily gratitude walk that I make it a point to practice daily as I'm growing as a woman, soon to be 40. So I'm like living in that. And um, really just looking back, you look back at all the things that you've gone through in life and the cycles and the different journeys through life and professionalism, the different doors. And you just say, I'm one tough cookie. I actually did that. And I, 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 I handled it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I summarize what you're talking about as like being able to view progress, mm-hmm. right? Like to look back and be like, wow, look at where I came from. Yeah. Okay. I want to know what the job was at Hunt 97. You got into the marketing department. What were you actually doing every day? So I was assisting the on-air promotions coordinator. Her job was to um, schedule and write out the copy for all the contests you would hear on the radio. So um, the advertisers would work with the sales department. Once they have their ad buys, it's so funny because I'm kind of paid ads still now. They would work together with the sales department. Once that is all solidified, it now goes to the promotions department. And we write out the copy of what the on-air people would read on air. And then once the winner is picked, which we did, we contact the winners that come up to the station to get their prizes. And then um, if there is concerts, 
uh, picking winners for the concerts, dealing with the guest list. Um, it was it was really fun. I will say that it was a lot of fun. Um, I would imagine it is the best place to be as a young person in New York City, being oh. able to manage the guest list at the <laughs> hottest concert. Yes. <laughs> Surrounded by the talent that you're inspired by. Yes. And it was so funny because um, they tell you the first day, the first day. So I was in the promotions department and most of the celebrities, they go straight. They don't walk through the building. There's a secret door that they go straight to the the broadcast area where the booths are. So they in the promotions, there's a binder that we have to bring over to the studio every morning. And usually the morning show is the biggest show. The biggest stars come in the morning shows. So I would have to always go in to get the binder or give the binder. And on day one, they always told the interns, don't ask any questions, drop the binder off and leave. <laughs> yeah, so... I got to meet people. Did you ever have a fangirl moment, Summer? Did you ever break the code and have a fangirl interaction? Oddly enough, oddly enough, I thought I would. And I never had a fangirl moment. Never. And I met Mariah Carey, Beyonce, Kanye West, a lot of artists. And I thought that I would fangirl. The one person I can say I fangirled out, but it was like, you know, like you have the moment and then five minutes later, you realize you had that moment. It was when I was in the elevator with Jay-Z and it was during the time he had the song Dare Summer and he had no security. I was leaving work and we're both in the hallway to go to the elevator. And he asked, did, did they leave me? And I think this was the fangirl moment because I looked back. Are you talking to me? <laughs> And I was like, there's nobody here. So then he got on the elevator with me, asked me my name. And I told him my name was Summer. He mentioned the song. And it was really quick because we're only on the fifth floor. It was really quick. But it was one of those moments that I feel like lasted forever. But it was so quick. And I was cool. Then once I got to the train station, that's when I freaked out. Oh, my God. My (laughs) cheeks hurt from smiling during that story. That is so amazing. (laughs) Okay, so how much time did you spend in radio before you moved into other realms of um, marketing communications? I was there for three years. I was there, and actually, I started in the promotions and marketing department, and then I went over to the national sales department. This is what I will say. For any young professionals that are interning or starting the workforce, be as useful as you can be. I was in the marketing and promotions department, but I made myself useful to every department. So if someone needed help with something, I was in the sales department helping. If someone was in the mailroom that needed help with something, I was in the mailroom. So um, the national sales coordinator, she went on maternity leave. And um, the national sales director, she asked my boss, can they borrow me on certain days? So for a while, I was doing promotions and sales throughout the week. And then from there, I migrated to um, radio sales. Well, um, did you ever have aspirations to be a voice on the radio? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why I still did like my online shows. I went from my college online show to, um, I did one in Brooklyn, another station. Like I found little pockets to do it on, I guess, the smaller scale because it was really, it's really hard to get into, um, New York is like major market radio. You have to have a real experience, not college experience, before you get on New York major market radio. Um, so it was a little difficult trying to go that avenue. So I said, I still want to be on radio. Doesn't matter what market or 
what level. I just love to talk and I love to talk about music. So I did a lot of online radio. Awesome. Well, okay. I w- Which now was like podcasting. I know. Seriously. I want to shift gears to the last topic that we're going to cover off on during our chat, which is something that I'm so inspired by. And um, this is more life journey than career journey. But you went on a vacation by yourself recently. And I was so inspired by your commitment to trying something that's like super uncomfortable and very new. So tell us why you chose to do that. Well, so this was the thing. I think it was like, this was like, it was this year. So 2021, 2020, I really couldn't do nothing for my birthday. My birthday's in June. And I I always love to travel on my birthday. I've never traveled alone, but I always like to not be here on my birthday. So this was like the first summer at post, kind of post-pandemic. And um, I, I was determined to go on a vacation. And it was hard to kind of get my friends to get the same days off as me and everything. But I didn't let that deter me. So I said, I'm just going to plan my own trip. So I started watching. This is what I do for every trip. I watch vlogs of other people in the location that I want to go to. And I make an itinerary. Um, and I had such an amazing time. Um, I went to, I booked an Airbnb and then, um, I got one of those resort passes where you can go to a hotel and just get a room for the day to enjoy the pool, the amenities. It was so relaxing and fun to enjoy my own, my own, um, company, my own company. I took myself out to dinner. I lounged by the pool. It was so nice and so relaxing. It was really good. And I think that I would do it again. Now that I've done it once, I feel like I'm confident enough to do it again and be okay with it. At a point, there were times where I wasn't comfortable with doing anything alone, not take myself out to dinner or anything. Now I'm comfortable with my own company. What was the hardest part when you were away by yourself? What was the most challenging aspect of that? Um, Taking my own pictures. (laughs) I was just taking my own pictures because I didn't bring my tripod. So I would have to like prop it up somewhere or I didn't really ask people to take pictures of me. So I would just prop it up and then people are looking at you while you're creating content. But other than that, it wasn't really bad. I actually made a friend walking to the supermarket, a lady that I met out there and she's a real estate um, agent and we still stay connected. Well, it's so inspiring. You continue to inspire me every day, Summer. I'm so glad that you joined me here on Where Brains Need Beauty podcast live on YouTube. So thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. Thank you for having me. And for anyone who wants to know more about our show and listen to more episodes, you can find us on any app that you love to listen to podcasts on. Just search for Where Brains Meet Beauty. You can go to Instagram to learn more about our show and participate in giveaways at Where Brains Meet Beauty podcast. You can follow me on LinkedIn, Jody Katz, where there is also LinkedIn giveaways. And um, always uh, news about the show, you can also find on our website where brains meet beauty. So find us everywhere and anywhere. Thank you so much, Summer. It was great to see you. Thanks for listening to Where Brains Meet Beauty with Jody Katz. Tune in again for more authentic conversations with beauty leaders.